0: Richard Sharp was appointed chair of the BBC in 2021. Handpicked for the role by Boris Johnson, it's since emerged that the process might have been a little fishy. That's because in the weeks before being handed the top job, Sharp helped to secure a loan of up to £800,000 for the poverty-stricken prime minister. It seems that Johnson was struggling to make ends meet on his £165,000 salary and needed a helping hand. We've all been there. That things are about to get even worse for Richard Sharp. That's because it's now been revealed that he's at the centre of a second BBC scandal. The story was broken by John Sopel on the News Agents
1: podcast. So let me talk about something that has never been uh, published as far as I know uh, before about Richard Sharp and doing the job as chairman of the BBC. The chairman of the BBC has always been someone who has been sort of away from the editorial control, who liaises with the director general. Last year, the BBC was appointing a new director of news, the most critical job for the upholding of impartiality in the corporation. And Richard Sharp insisted that he be on the interview panel to select who the next director of news should be. So, someone who had given £400,000 to the Conservative Party was involved in the decision-making on who the new head of news would be. And at the time, I am told, there was enormous disquiet at the top of the BBC from people who've been around news and editorial policy for a very long time that this could happen. And I think that there are serious ramifications about that. And also, it seems to be in some conflict with what Richard Sharp said to the Select Committee when he was talking about how his role would be as chair of the BBC. He's questioned here from the Select Committee hearing by Julian Knight arguably if the chair saw herself or himself as a an editor there's an element of overlap and, and potential for overreach so
0: he saw the potential for overreach but did it anyway and uh, to make matters worse the news agent asked former bbc chair diane coyle to give her view
1: it's my understanding firm understanding that he was on the selection panel for who the new director of news of the bbc should be uh, what do you think of that he should never have done that. Why?
2: Because of that need to maintain the separation between the, um, uh, the the structures that do plug the BBC into the life of the nation and the politics of the nation and independent editorial decisions.
0: So to summarise, Boris Johnson's old Tory donor mate and financial fixer is appointed as chair of the BBC. He claims to understand that to protect the impartiality of the BBC, the chair can't get involved in editorial decisions. But then he forces himself onto the panel that was selecting the most important editorial job at the BBC. That's the head of news, which just happens to be the job most likely to impact his Tory pals. Of course, Sharp denies any wrongdoing. We might want to ask, though, what's the mood over at the BBC? It doesn't look great for them. And according to a source in The Times, staff in the newsroom are, quote, mutinous. And they report that Sharp has hired a crisis communications specialist to help him deal with the drama. Let's hope for his sake they're worth the
2: money. This is a really kind of difficult one that brings up a lot of things that I find when talking about the BBC and the kind of direction that the BBC is going in. Because obviously this is like... An incredibly explicit and problematic and worrying violation of what we are told the BBC is there to do and this kind of separation of structures in order to maintain this idea of like rigor, rigor and integrity and, and obviously that magic word, um, impartiality. Uh, but obviously when it comes to the BBC, this kind of embeddedness between, you know, the BBC and the British state, it's not unprecedented. Like, it's kind of always been there. The BBC has always cleaved towards the establishment. It's always had this symbiotic relationship with the government, with the state more broadly. There are so many, like, meta studies, um, you know, studies or studies that, uh, that, that have been done that show that there is this kind of revolving door between, you know, its editorial direction and people in establishment and you know establishment political and financial class um you know that's disproportionately where their sources come from it, it's kind of there's always been a f- far more overlap in that relationship than we would like to believe and that you know our ideal of what the bbc is uh kind of tells us there is uh you know the and and essentially that, the, the impartiality thing is like, in many ways, a self-serving kind of myth. Um, it doesn't really exist. I'm not sure it can really exist in an institution like the BBC, which is, which is a state, uh, broadcaster. And this is again, you know, a really extreme example of a, of a kind of contradiction that has always existed within the BBC. Um, to have someone that closely connected to a prime minister, basically quid pro quo, being handed this really like influential role in the BBC and then to not only hold that role, but to actually extend the reach of that role beyond what it already had 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 been. Because whilst we can acknowledge all of the problems that have historically existed in the BBC and that this idea that, you know, they really have the capacity to truly hold, you know, speak truth to power and to have impartiality when they are part of the state and they have this shared connection um, with so many establishment figures. At the same time. Obviously, you know, the marketization of the BBC that has been happening in the past 15 years has made this problem significantly worse. It's made the sort of small C and big C conservativeness, the conservative character of the BBC even more intense it's it's made it even harder for the odd you know genuinely critical and creative media content and political journalism to kind of squeeze through the cracks in the way that historically it's been able to so despite that historic problem and that kind of that ongoing frustration that progressives will have with the BBC there is still a sense that we're losing something and that there is there is a that throwing our hands up and and handing it wholesale over to market forces and to such explicit government corruption is this really deep loss. And I think it becomes then really difficult to, okay, well, how do we cultivate? It's not like the NHS, which at one point, like, actually – did what it was meant to do and genuinely, you know, was provided an essential service to people. The BBC has always had this problem of cleaving towards the establishment and not being completely transparent in the overlaps between it, both in terms of its cultural and social makeup, but also in terms of its financial makeup and the... the Forces that it's supposed to hold to account. So at least it's difficult to kind of cultivate a desire and a, and a, a campaign as it were to, to protect that. But then at the same time, the fact that we're losing the tiny shred of what we of what the BBC was, you know, that tiny shred that was really useful that did give us things like, you know, ways of seeing by John Berger and all of these amazing critical and, and political imagina, and things that really expanded our political imagination. Um, you know, there's a kind of tension there and it really feels like something really profound is, is, is being lost. And that's, that's incredibly, incredibly sad.
0: It's not the end of the Richard Sharp saga, what we've told you already, because it's also emerged that the panel that appointed him chair of the BBC included two Tory cronies. Now, first, there was Catherine Baxendale. She's a former Tesco executive who was shortlisted to be a Tory parliamentary candidate in 2017 and who gave £50,000 to the party. Then there was Blondell Clough. She's the wife of the North Sea oil tycoon Algie Clough, who used to be chair of Johnson's former employer, The Spectator Blondell is also a Boris Johnson fan, having described the former PM as quote, inspirational and unifying. The panel choosing the BBC chair had four people on it, three of whom were supposed to be independent, and yet half of them were Tories, appointing another Tory to the job.